and um, Mel Taylor uh, did an amazing job with the parody to Gilliam's Island and uh, Mel. And we understand it's a big hit. Everybody loves the Gilliam's Island parody. Yeah, total shout out to Dennis from Ventner for giving me that idea. Well, scratch that. I just totally ripped off Dennis. <laughs> Great idea. So I wanted to give him full credit because I love doing parodies like that. Absolutely. And if you missed it, let's play it again, because uh, I can't get enough of this. This is hysterical. And, of course, Gilliam is in Las Vegas, and we'll f- I don't know what he's doing there. Maybe you can shed some light on that, Mel. Uh, here's Mel's parody on Gilliam's Island. Just sit right back and twist one up right here in OAC. Get in your car. It's not too far to get high by the sea. Christie's gone bye-bye, fat man. Light up a big fatty. We're not talking about you, Governor Chris. We're talking legal weed. We're talking legal weed. Our Mayor Frank is in the tank with Wall Street's Phil Murphy. Cheech and Chong and Boardwalk Bongs. Pot sales in AC. Pot sales in AC. So spark one up and take a hit. You're sure to catch a buzz from Mayor Frank and all his crew here on Gilliam's Isle. I love that, Mel. That is amazing. Well, I got to say, it's just so nice to be here every Saturday morning. It's must-listen radio, because in the words of George Orwell, journalism is printing or broadcasting what someone else doesn't want to talk about. Everything else is public relations, and it's so great to be here with you every Saturday morning, King, because we're fighting about, you know, we're fighting back against the fraudcasters that we have to listen to Monday through Friday. Absolutely. Why is Frank Gilliam, why did he make the trip to Vegas? Well, believe it or not, it sounds kind of weird. The optics are odd. I'm going out to Las Vegas, Sin City, to study marijuana. But it really is a uh, marijuana or a cannabis council of New Jersey. It's a real, actually a a fact-finding mission that's put together with the state of Nevada and the New Jersey Cannabis uh, Association, I believe, to figure out how does a city with casino gaming deal with the potential of recreational marijuana. So even though it sounds weird, it is a real fact-finding mission. And from what we understand, Mayor Frank paid out of his own pocket. But uh, some, sometimes I believe this is the kind of stuff where taxpayers should pay for research. That's where that is. So Frank really is in Vegas doing something that should make him smarter about gambling and marijuana combined. If we decriminalize marijuana, would that uh, prevent a lot of these crimes, do you think, Mel? Yeah, I think what you said earlier, where prohibition uh, caused, uh, you know, bad guys to gain power back in the days of the prohibition of alcohol, that only increased crime. And marijuana, especially in New Jersey, at the very least, it needs to be, A, decriminalized right away. B, medical marijuana has to be made available in a much more uh, aggressive way. And, uh, yeah, once you take away the illegality of marijuana or uh, drugs like that. Uh, I hate to say drugs like that because marijuana is different than heroin, different than cocaine, different than crack. Uh, but I do believe if you take marijuana off the table, that's one, le- one less thing for gangs to fight each other over. Exactly. Okay, let's get the update. There was a meeting uh, Monday at the Irish pub with the Atlantic City Democrat Committee. The the controversy about the $10,000 check that was supposed to be deposited in the committee's account. Instead, it was 
now people are they're questioning was this check deposited or did Gilliam cash this check? Yeah, either way, it has to go into an account because it's 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 not a personal check. So I believe so. Then, so then he had to have deposited it then. Yeah, and he okay. denied that. So. I got to give kudos to Atlantic City Mayor Frank Gilliam. He actually, on Monday night at the Irish pub, he entered the lion's cage, the lion's cage, and he faced his accusers. It was, I got to give him kudos for that. The Democratic Committee of Atlantic City, they just wanted to know, how did he intercept that $10,000 check from the county Democrats that was supposed to go to the Atlantic City Democratic Committee and not into Frank's personal campaign account? This was an event not to be missed. I mean, everybody was there. Council President Marty Small was there. Uh, Councilman Cool Mo D. He's better known as Mo Delgado. Even Jeffrey Fauntleroy, Councilman Fauntleroy. He seems to be the bodyguard and the young up-and-comer that's always at Frank Gilliam's uh, you know, side. A lot of media was there as well. But what we noticed, King, was that Frank was calling out the Atlantic County Democrats. Mr. Suleiman, as well as the treasurer, Mr. Dick. And I have the video up on AC Prime Time, but the point here is what I'm trying to say is not only are we seeing infighting amongst the Democrats, but the press of Atlantic City, and on occasion they do fine work, but they absolutely glossed over the fact that the Democrats in Atlantic County are fighting and they're fighting bad, and Mayor Gilliam and his campaign manager, Mr. Richard Winstead, they called out the Atlantic County Democrats as liars, bold-faced liars. That is the story of the evening, that that was a fight within the Democratic Party of Atlantic County, Atlantic City, but the press of Atlantic City, fake news, as well as other far-left liberal bloggers and news reporters ignored that headline, and that is they are fighting each other, and it's a battle. It's a war between Atlantic City Democrats, Mayor Gilliam, and the Atlantic County Democratic Committee. So what's, uh, what's going to be the final uh, result of this, Mel? Uh, I mean, is Gilliam going to be in trouble? Is Joyce Molyneux going to resign? What, what's your take on all of this? I believe Big Frank Gilliam is using his muscle. He is coercing. He is putting pressure on people to side with him. He's already gotten Miss Joyce Molyneux to change her mind because Miss Joyce Molyneux is the one that said, hey, where'd that money go? And then later on in the day, all of a sudden, she changed her mind by saying, oh, it was an oversight. But what we see here, and Mr. Craig Calloway has been on the radio basically accusing Mr. Jeffrey Fauntleroy, the councilman, uh, of putting pressure on people, putting pressure on people to change the way they think about this. They're accusing him of being, um, well, threatening. And I'm not sure what that means, threatening, but that's what Mr. Craig Calloway has said on a couple of different uh, radio interviews. Uh, what will happen after all of this? Well, this is Atlantic City, and even some of the most horrible occurrences in Atlantic City Far too often they get swept under the rug and people forget about stuff and uh, they move on to another scandal. Uh, something called Stockton Hate Day. I don't think it was actually called that, right? Well, they <laughs> called it United Against Hate Day. Oh, but okay. if, you were to go, if you were to go there, it was a day just filled with how to hate certain types of people. And that's the crazy thing about this. It, you know, Seth Grossman... He calls it sort of a student indoctrination. 
Uh, it's about, you know, building up a team of social justice warriors. You know, students and people and kids that are easily offended. They're triggered. They're snowflakes. They're so oppressed. It's all about a victim mentality. And, Seth, you know, Seth Grossman, he called it. Stockton University Harvey Kesselman, he gets a letter from Seth Grossman. And the letter says, listen, you're united against hate day at Stockton. All this thing is, is an event that teaches students to hate America and hate white people and Jewish people, hate men and anybody with a different opinion on things. And here is probably the most important part of this issue of this day of united against hate at Stockton University, King. There's credit offered. It's called ultra credit. You can get credit as a student if you attend these sessions, sessions like a safe zone workshop, cultural humility, hate speech in the classroom, understanding activism, propaganda, hate speech. It's time to take a stand against bullying, national anthem protests, the negative effects of microaggressions, institutional misogyny, and my favorite, sexual terrorism. Now, you wonder, how could a parent think about writing a check to send their kids to a Stockton University or any school where crime is a real concern and their kids could be graduating with a degree in gender studies and they get out of four years of school and they are scared that the whole world is against them. And that is why we think that our kids today are being indoctrinated to be a bunch of wimps. And, you know, taught, we talked and covered this last week that uh, some of the Stockton students at the Carnegie campus, they don't want to go there. And we've just had in the last 12 hours in Atlantic City four reports of uh, shots fired. Uh, really, none of those near the uh, island campus. But but still, uh, is there a, still that major concern about uh, Stockton students roaming around Atlantic City? Uh, wh- what is your feel on this? And, and certainly Frank, uh, who follows you on Frank Talk, uh, he thinks it's a horrible idea to have that campus right in Atlantic City. Hey, listen, I, I drive through Atlantic City almost every single day, and I see, just like Frank and just like you, King, I see so much upside. This town has so much upside, but it's, a, it's, a, it's the big elephant in the room. The tourism district, controlled by the CRDA, the Casino Reinvestment Development Authority, which really is the state, they're still a part of the DCA. It's all connected. It's the state. They know what the real problems are, and crime, for some reason, they look the other way. They won't light the city up. They know there's a crime problem, but their, their real moneymaker are the casinos. So as long as they can keep on barreling through with the casino cash, which they grab most of it, they kind of just kind of placate people and say we're doing our best to make things safer. But crime and safety needs to be a top priority. And the state and the CRDA and, unfortunately, portions of city council, they haven't gotten that memo yet. And Mel Taylor is with us. Uh, if you don't know Mel, he is the publisher of AC Primetime, Down Beach Buzz, Brigantine Now. We have a couple minutes, Mel. Uh, anything else that I didn't get to that we want to cover this morning? Yeah, uh, there is talk of uh, a master jetty 
being the only solution for Absecon Island to reduce the chances for erosion of our beaches. It would lessen the need for expensive dune building. There is more and more talk about creating a master jetty at the tip, the southern tip of Absecon Island. That would be down there at Longport. That would help Margate Ventnor and Atlantic City. And, um, you know, it just works. Brigantines, big, massive 5,000-foot jetty has certainly made Brigantine a much beefier beach, and that allowed for a lot of development. Another thing is we've noticed that a lot of towns like, well, Ocean City, Margate, Brigantine, they're starting to do more things, not maliciously necessarily, but they're doing things that doesn't, well, they do things in the off-season without having second homeowners or the non-voting public know what's going on. So I guess what I'm saying here is that it's really important for people to tune in here at WIBG on Saturday morning or use the Internet to learn more about how these elected officials along the South Jersey Shore how they are whacking up the money, how they are making decisions. Because every day that goes by, King, there's one less voter along the South Jersey Shore. And the group of full-time, who are good people, the group of full-time local residents increasingly have more control of how money is spent. Because, you know, 75% of the South Jersey Shore consists of non-voting taxpayers who have no control or even no idea how these local towns are making decisions, changing zoning ordinances, or spending taxpayer dollars. So I just wanted to let you understand that we're going to focus more on this story, that when the cat is away, the mice will play. And the cat are the second homeowners who are the taxpayers. And the mice are the municipal leaders who are playing with the cat's money and doing things that the, well, the cat might not be aware of how their money is being spent. And Mel Taylor, who does such an amazing job at uh, AC Primetime, Down Beach Buzz, and uh, Bring a Team Now, doing the job that the other members of the media, I don't know whether they ignore it or, I mean, it does seem like if it's not in the newspaper, they don't consider it news yet. And, um, you know, when you have a, a collaboration with the only daily newspaper in town and the number one news radio station in town, man, you're not going to get any news. I mean, unless it's reported in the paper, uh, that radio station believes it doesn't exist. And obviously there's a lot of news that was missed, even in the Irish pub meeting that, that you we spoke about. And uh, Mel, you bring it all to the forefront and uh, you do such a great job. And thanks for being on the air with us. It's uh, uh, you, you certainly add a lot. And like I said, it's it's literally like having uh, Ruth and Gehrig with uh, you and then Frank as my three and four hitters on Saturday morning. So uh, appreciate it. And the great parody of Gilliam's Island that will be playing uh, the whole day today. I love that one. Well, listen, hey, I really appreciate it. And uh, please. Um continue on the great work that you're doing and uh, Frank I uh, got to meet him the other night for the first time it, you know I've known and admired Frank for so long but to go to the Irish pub and and spend some time with Kathy and with Frank talk it was awesome so uh, thanks everybody if you want to get more details and see video and audio it's crazy all this stuff that I have on our on our three websites it's available to any other media company but they choose to ignore it please uh, check us out sign up for our email newsletter at acprimetime.com or brigantine now uh, uh, or downbeachbuzz.com because that site covers the news of vetner margate and longport 
Mel, thanks so much. And Frank Talk is coming up next. Have a great rest of the weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, thanks. There he is.